Benefits. This is Lisa. How can I help you? Lisa, Suzanne Balbanco calling from Catalyst for Payment Reform. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. So I'm calling you today because I just wanted to get into a deeper conversation about your Center of Excellence program. As you know, we did a case study on your spine surgery Center of Excellence recently, and I thought that our audience who by the way, is going to be listening into our conversation here, would be interested in why Walmart's gotten into a Centers of Excellence approach. Before we go any further, because we do have an audience listening in, would you mind introducing yourself to them? Sure. My name is Lisa Woods, and I am responsible for the associate healthcare benefits here at Walmart. And I would tell you that the focus for us here is really driving positive changes within the healthcare system Centers of Excellence is one of the programs that we've focused on as far as trying to help drive some of that change. In addition to wanting to make the healthcare system better, you know, what was Walmart experiencing that made it feel that a Centers of Excellence approach was a good idea? I started this, you know, work in 2012. And what I mean by that is we were heavily looking at our data and we're trying to figure out where we were seeing trends you know, related to care provided um, and trends related to cost and the differences in cost. So as as we were looking at the data, we saw a couple things that jumped out at us. And what we saw was, you know, data that showed us that there may be opportunities related to spine and heart. And as we thought about it, we had had programs in place related to transplant benefits. I think a lot of employers, you know, have put those into place where they require their employees or associates to go to centers of excellence for transplants. And we thought, gosh, I wonder if we could do that or create a similar program like that for other procedures like heart and spine. And so that's really the inception and how we started, you know, with the centers of excellence. So can you describe what an associate's experience would be if, let's say, they have back pain, they've gone to a doctor at home who said, you know, I think you're going to need surgery. What happens next? So if they decide, because the program today is largely voluntary, we do strongly encourage our associates to go to a Centers of Excellence, especially if they've been told that they need spine surgery. But they can stay in their local communities if they choose uh, to do that. The associate will reach out to one of their local plans. And so we today have Blue Cross, Aetna, and United that administer our claims and our programs. And so they'll reach out and call one of those administrators. And then that administrator knows to connect our associates to a third-party administrator that actually administers the Centers of Excellence program. And so then they sign up for the program, and that third party sets up travel arrangements, and then that associate would travel to the Centers of Excellence and be evaluated. Why does it matter how you pay the Center of Excellence? I know you guys have put some thought into that, so can you describe the approach you've decided on and and why? Yeah, happy to. I'll first say that, you know, Walmart has been very committed to payment reform and any opportunity where we feel like we can engage, we've tried to do that. It's important and has been, you know, really a key piece of our Centers of Excellence initiatives. And I'll tell you, we started by creating prospective bundles 
which is a big deal. You know, I think, you know, I'm pretty strongly opinionated that it's the right way to manage and do bundles really because there's no reconciliation of claims on the back end. So you know all costs and they're negotiated in advance. You know, they're fixed rates. Um, I would mention, and I think it's important to mention, that we started finding with Spine that so many of our associates that were going to the centers of excellence for potential spine surgery, once they went through the evaluation, were told that there was an alternative treatment. And so the centers of excellence, we wanted to make sure that they were reimbursed for the evaluation because there's no surgical procedure. So we created a separate bundle for evaluations just to make sure that we you know, we're reimbursing the health systems for the work and the, you know, the evaluation. And so that's worked out nicely. And that's potentially very important because you don't want the center to have an incentive to operate, you know, when they don't need to. That's right. You don't want them to have an incentive to perform surgery because they're not getting paid. Yep. So that's the incentive for the provider. Let's flip it over to the associate. Obviously, you know, when someone's going to have to go in and have surgery, they want to go somewhere that's thought to be excellent. So, you know, a Centers of Excellence program probably has curb appeal, you know, to a consumer. But talk about the benefit design and what, if any, incentives the patient has other than the obvious one, which is to go somewhere that's going to do a good job. Great question. The design that we've put in place for most of our Centers of Excellence programs is we pay 100%. So if an associate chooses to go to the Centers of Excellence, we pay 100% of you know the evaluation and any surgical procedures that may be necessary or procedures. And then we pay for the travel for an associate or associate family member and one caregiver. A caregiver is required in our plan. We feel like it's a really important part of our program. So we pay for all the travel, the lodging, food for that associate to go. And so from our perspective, it's important to provide all of that to our associates to encourage them to seek care at the Centers of Excellence. How commonly are these centers used? I I think I remember you saying something about how it took a while for the word to get out. Yeah, so we started this in 2013, and every year we've seen it grow and more interest and more associates aware. It's really interesting. You can communicate these programs, but unless an individual has a need for it, you know, if my spine or my back feels great today and it's communicated, I may not remember that that program's there until I need it. But it's interesting how what we've seen within our company is associates are sharing their centers of excellence stories and we've seen a much greater uptick in, you know, associates that are utilizing the benefit. How is your approach to a center of excellence different from a health plans? I know health plans talk about how they have these as well. What in your mind, you know, made it necessary for you guys to create something that some health plans say they have also? It's interesting. When we initially approached the health systems, um, the centers of excellence, they were surprised. They were curious why an employer might want to work with them directly. And what has fostered out of that is this great partnership with the health systems. And 
about once a year, we pull the health systems together. They have conversations. They talk about best-in-class care. They, they share what I call trade secrets with each other and how they care for, you know, patients. And so we've created, you know, I, I never expected that that would happen, but it's created this really interesting dynamic with the health systems. And that is not something that the health plans are doing, have done. I would also add payment reform is a huge part. Payment reform and the bundled pricing and the partnership with the health systems to, to learn in that effort is also not something that the health plans have been able to tackle either. And so uh, those are just a couple things that I would offer. Yeah, we've seen very little growth in bundled payment on the part of at least the big national carriers. So, um, you know, if you want to pay for something in a bundled manner, it may, you know, it's, it's unlikely to happen if it's, if it's through the big national carriers right now. Well, and Suzanne, um, it's, part of, it's part of the reason we had to go and get a third-party administrator is because a third-party administrator can manage and process bundled payments and provide those payments back to the health system. So just a, a, another key point as to why we have a third-party administrator. Yeah, thanks for clarifying that. So obviously, all this boils down to, you know, is this producing better results for your associates? So right. can you speak to that and, and also whether it's just been a success in spine because, you know, I have a little preview into the results or is it also approach that's working for other clinical areas? Yeah, so it's, it's great. We have just recently gone through a fairly extensive study in looking and evaluating our data and what we're finding, and, and I'm going to start with spine since you mentioned that one first, is our associates that are told in their home communities that they needed surgery when they go to a centers of excellence, over 50% are told at the centers of excellence that there's an alternative treatment plan. When we saw those results, I mean, it's absolutely amazing, you know, because we traditionally have heard nationally that there's 30%, you know, 30% wrong diagnosis, 30% wrong treatment plans, and you keep hearing about this 30%. On spine specifically, we are seeing over 50% of surgeries not necessary. When we talk about readmission rates, within 30 days, if our associates have surgery at a centers of excellence, the readmission rates are 95% lower at a centers of excellence, which is huge. And then the next stat that I want to share with you is, is really a big deal for the associate. What we're finding is associates are able to return to work almost three weeks quicker if they seek care at a centers of excellence. And, and that's, that's a big deal. On joints, I mean, we see some interesting things there for surgeries that are determined not necessary when they go to the centers of excellence. It's over 20%. And readmissions within 30 days are about 70% less when they seek care at a Centers of Excellence. And then, Suzanne, I thought I'd share if we have just a minute just to share with you about cancer, because cancer is rapidly, I think most employers will see increase in cancer treatments and costs. And just thought I'd share with you that we created a program with Mayo Clinic, and they review medical records and pathology slides And really, we've created the program in that manner because we don't want associates to travel unnecessarily. 
And what we're finding is about a third of the cases that Mayo reviews, they recommend those individuals to travel to Mayo Clinic. And so that third, about 55% are receiving a new or changed treatment plan. And then over 10% of the time, patients are receiving a whole new diagnosis. So we know, you know, that the programs that we're, we're providing are working and that we're providing better quality care for our associates and their families. And we're just pleased with the results and, and so glad that we can offer the program to them. Given the success that this approach has brought to the Walmart population, is it an approach that you think you'll keep expanding? I mean, you know, I don't know what proportion of healthcare services, you know, are, are speaking of appropriateness, you know, are appropriate for this kind of approach and do you think right. you'll keep going? Right. So let me share with you for 2019, we've decided to expand cancer to include prostate and blood cancers. We also decided to, based on the data that we've seen and you know, we're seeing so many associates that when they go to the centers of excellence, surgery is not necessary for spine. We changed our design where we're asking associates to go to a centers of excellence. We are still paying 100%, but if they choose to stay in their local communities, there is not a benefit. So that is a change. Those are the two changes that we're making, you know, to centers of excellence. It will continue to evolve. I will say this. We are looking for ways in how we provide the best quality care to associates within their communities. You know, we have associates that go to a centers of excellence and they tell us we didn't know that healthcare could look like that. And how can you provide healthcare in our communities that looks like that? And so it's something that we think about, spend time uh, thinking about how how can we change and continue to change the healthcare environment? Well, thanks for sharing those insights, Lisa. I know that employers are increasingly looking to this approach and hearing from your experience will be really beneficial. I, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk today. Thanks, Suzanne. appreciate you reaching out.